Our guest today is Shane Russell, known to you as F3Lube from St. Louis, Missouri area. He is sector queue of expansion for 13 states and has previously served on the expansion queue for St. Louis that grew from 5 AOs to over 100. After reading free delete given to him by GMO, and after his first beatdown, he felt convicted by God to put his action into faith. He started what is now annual fundraising event for The Covering House. The Covering House restores the childhood back to girls rescued from sex trafficking trade. Please listen to another high-impact man tell his story. Welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. High impact men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope. Gosh, seek transformational relationships. What you're hearing from the culture is not right. Pick up the six, you know what I mean? But you never know who your six sometimes is. Stop being less. To help others become the virtuous leaders they're called to be and that our nation desperately needs. Welcome to another episode of the High Impact Man podcast. Today is August 17th, 17th 2023. Yeah. Uh, we frequently record our uh, episodes in advance, sometimes as much as three or four weeks in advance. Uh, this episode, we're trying to get out right away. So we're hoping to uh, record this episode tonight, which is a Thursday, and get this thing dropped tomorrow sometime because uh, the, our guest has something important to share and something that's kicking off on uh, this Sunday. Uh, that he uh, started, and uh, we really want to get the word out. So I know it's only a couple days ahead, but uh, we're going to uh, do our best to do that. So now you know the timeline. Pressure's on Spielberg for a quick turnaround on this one. Pressure is on Spielberg. <laughs> He's got yeah. it. He's got it. He says he does. All right. <laughs> He's not here tonight, though. We're, we're, we're absent Spielberg. He's doing something else right now. But anyway, he's the guy that gets it out there. So uh, we'll get the chip to him that we hopefully won't lose this time. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Nevin Gorky. I, uh, I'm known as DFib to the guys in what's called F3. And I'm joined by Troy Klinger. He's known as Dial-Up to the so- same F3 guys. And uh, Dial-Up uh, was able to partake in my what's becoming famous smoked meatloaf tonight. It wasn't. It wasn't the best rendition, but it was pretty good tonight. Yes, yeah, I've only ever had it twice, and so yeah. that, it was definitely a little different, a little more dense. Yeah, uh, but I, I overmixed it. But it had the gouda cheese in it this time, which last time I think you forgot the gouda cheese. I forgot the. Do you ever think about a recipe maybe to kind of add some consistency <laughs> to your making of it? Because every time I hear you making it, like, oh, I forgot this. Oh, I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'm relying on my memory. Is that what that's it is? Usually yeah. not a good thing these days. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it took the smoke really. But it was well. good. It was good. And yeah. a little jalapeno. Just a little. You can't douse it with too much, of course. But a little jalapeno ketchup on top. Oh, baby, that was good. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, our guest is uh, is. Uh, F3 Lube from the St. Louis region. And um, before we bring them on, I just want to say uh, that those these guys from St. Louis are just killing it. You know, I mentioned a few podcasts ago, quite a while ago now, I guess, uh, that um, I had been out there for a conference and I was able to post at three different beatdowns and um, and with three, three different AOs throughout the week. And this area has expanded tremendously. And a lot of it has to do with Lou because he was the expansion queue out there uh, and for a while. And now he's a sector uh, queue of expansions, uh, which encompasses 13 different states. So we're going to let him tell you that story. But uh, we, but the, And even without the next thing I'm going to say, he's got a great story. But this other thing that he got involved with, and, and F3 was one of the inspirations for it, is, is a mission called The Covering House. And I'm going to let him explain that as well. But you really want to pay attention to this one because this is something you could all get involved with um, as soon as uh, Sunday, this coming Sunday. And uh, we'll let him know about or let him tell you about it and let you know about it. But basically, it's covering miles and and donating money and raising awareness for uh, slave trafficking and uh, recovering uh, girls, uh, helping them recover their childhood. That's what Covering House is about. So his uh, real name is Aaron Russell, and he is Lube and F3. Before we get you in, one more thing, Lube. I want to explain F3 because we do get some listeners who aren't part of F3. F3 stands for Fitness Fellowship and Faith. It's a free, uh, basically, outdoor workout group for men to bring men together in fellowship. And the mission is to invigorate male community leadership. And uh, part the third F is faith. And that means uh, believing in something and working for something bigger than yourself. Most of us... Uh, involved in, in our packs here in uh, Susquehanna Valley are Christians, but you don't have to be any particular religion. However, every man that we've had in this podcast has mentioned how much their faith has grown as being part of F3. And again, this plays into what Lube is involved with. So Lube, welcome to the podcast. 
uh, thanks for having me. I wish I was there to enjoy the, uh, the meatloaf. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I, when I was out there, I went to Pappy's and, yeah. and I had the ribs. They were voted at least at one time, right? The, the, the country's best ribs, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I can answer that or not, but that sounds right. They, well, I took uh, a picture done, of the they've sign done pretty well. <laughs> they have a sign there in the go. restaurant. So I took a picture <laughs> of that thing. Yeah. No, I had to wait yeah. in line for a while at lunchtime to get the ribs, but they were good. Yeah. They don't mess around. No, no. Good stuff, man. Um, so Luke, tell us your F3 Genesis story. So let's find out yeah. how and when you got involved with F3, uh, who EH'd you. Uh, and how you got the name Loop? Uh, yeah, good. Good. I, I'm glad I don't have a real story for the nickname, but uh, yeah, I was EH by Rhonda. Um, he was my my oldest son's wrestling coach, and Rhonda had been uh, EH me for it took about a year. Um, I was perfectly content uh, working out at the gym with a trainer a couple days a week. Um, long doing athletic club and played racquetball there a couple of days a week. So that was, you know, I had a good routine down. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, really the steel market crash. And I, I needed uh, a free workout when I reached out to, to Rhonda and said, all right, let's do it. Um, that was March 6, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you recall, um, just a few days later, the, the world kind of came to a, a halt yeah. in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, personal training was one of those. And, you know, had I not started, you know, the week prior, um, I'm not sure where I would have been physically for those six weeks, but, um, I know that it, it set me up to at least, uh, stay pretty active, you know, over, over that time frame, And, um, so timing was, was, was pretty good. Um, but I knew that first beat down where I got the nickname lube, uh, came from the fact that I sell steel pipes. Somebody said like plumbing pipe. And I said, Nope. They said, how about lube? And I said, Nope. And, uh, I didn't realize that makes it stick immediately. <laughs> so, but that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, that's the story. But, uh, anyway, I knew something was, was pretty special, um, with this group of guys kind of on day one. Um, the COT, um, was led by La Gordita and his COT was uh, pretty vulnerable about his struggle with pornography and, um, calling, not calling guys out in the circle, but, pretty much saying like, Hey, if that's something that, that you struggle with, um, let's, let's talk later. And so, you know, what, what kind of grown man, um, steps in a circle with some strangers in it and, and does that. It yeah. was, it was pretty impactful. Um, and then, you know, GMO handed me, uh, who a lot of packs know, uh, handed me the, the free to lead book and I, I brought it home. Um, probably said on my nightstand with the rest of the unread books and, uh, you know, couple weeks in you know i picked it up because i realized after a few other beatdowns that that i think this might be something i'm going to be doing for a while so i wanted to understand a little bit more about how i got started and um you know there's some things that really struck me over the next few months um and one of those was you know the 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 idea of a check stroker right Mm -hmm. um i think is the term used in free to lead about about a man who you know has been given and blessed in many ways, um, and, 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 and pays it forward. And, and, you know, my wife and I have been, been blessed a lot. And so we've been, been able to give a lot, um, over the years and, and, um, you know, but, but that point in my life, I, I really couldn't. Um, and so not only did it call me out for kind of taking the lazy approach, um, of, of just kind of giving what's easy. Um, but I, at that point in time when the market crashed for me and, you know, uh, you know, money out and money in wasn't uh, quite as, as free flowing as it was uh, the year before. Um, I knew I had to step up and do something different and be impactful in a different way. And so the way it kind of lined up with um, uh, this specific event that, that, that I'm going to talk about here in a minute um, is, is a pretty cool story. Um, coming out of the lockdown, I, I wanted to start up a, cause obviously men's, a lot of men's groups, men's ministries were kind of offline at that point in time. Um, I, it's something that I missed and I thought, you know, maybe I'll try to do some sort of post beatdown devotional Bible study, whatever you want to call it. And so I threw it out there to the packs and, um, a couple of days 
into this, maybe a week or two into it, um, I was, I was, I was the queue that day and that morning I was going to lead the, the post beat down devotional. I received something in my inbox the day before, um, from, uh, a bi-weekly devotional email, a minute read from, uh, a wired, wired for men. And it was kind of, it was convicting for me because it talked about how Christians are really great at studying the word and reading the word, um, and pretty terrible at executing it. Yeah. And so, uh, it kind of struck something in my heart. Like this is obviously something I felt already. Um, you know, when, when I picked up that book of free to lead. And so I, I brought that to the packs and there was a few of us that stuck around. I think four of us, um, that stuck around and started talking about like how to, I kind of parallel it with what I saw in F3, at least in St. Louis at the time, you know, we had five sites. We were, you know, pretty active first F second F, but that third F I didn't really see it. Um, not in a way that we were impacting our communities. And so that sparked the conversation. Um, and like right there, we decided, okay, we're going to make an, we're going to make an effort. Um, and we right there scheduled some, Hey, we'll do a backpack, um, you know, drive this month and next month, you know, we'll do a can drive and we'll do something else. Right. And so, and, and then two days later, uh, the director of, uh, the covering house who, um, my wife had, know, had known about this organization for a while um, and we su- supported them, um, reached out and said, Hey, I want to introduce you to our, our new staff member who wants to get a, get, get an event going. And um, he thinks, you know, you, we, we told him that you might be able to help him with a virtual 5k. Mm-hmm. And so I said, that's a terrible, terrible idea. Um, I hate running and doing it virtually by myself. Sounds awful. Yeah. And so, uh, I invited him to come. It was, it was pretty easy. EH. I said, Hey, I, I just started with this group of, uh, of men with F3. Come join us. We'll have a conversation. He came out a few days later and, uh, and that's how it all started. Um, and so, yeah, we, uh, we were trying to figure out how to, um, create an event that, you know, a 5k, which all, we've all done it maybe 30 minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you might get a couple hundred people there. Um, it, you, you pour in a lot to those events and there's not a lot, it just, it's hard to make a huge impact. Right. Um, and people have to like to run. And so we were trying to figure out how do we pull in, um, more people, mm-hmm. um, cyclists, runners, walkers, whatever. And so, um, mother-in-law who was the, uh, uh, the gentleman who came out from the covering house, um, had this idea, let's, let's, let's draw this out over a week. Let's do it a virtual week long event and try to, you know, log 5,000 miles again. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, we just started brainstorming. I kicked it up to 10. I said, five doesn't sound like enough. And, uh, you know, within six weeks, we, we put together this event the first year and, and raised, um, I forget the final number was, but it was around 60 something thousand dollars. And we had 400 people signed up. Um, and before it was over, I was calling it the first annual. So, yeah. So how long does that that last? Is that just a one day event? No, it's a week long. So this year kicks off on Sunday, um, at, you know, Saturday night, midnight, uh, when Sunday, when when the calendar, uh, turns a new day that you can start, uh, logging miles with us. So, and then it's going to go for, for a week long. Okay. And so that's Sunday, which would be the 20th. So August 20th. That's correct. August 20th through the 26th, so the next 26th. Saturday. So do, yep. do, do folks get pledges like for, you know, per mile or just for participating? Like, hey, you know, how's that work? Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a good question. Uh, we do have the option to fundraise and a lot of guys here in St. Louis, um, they chase a bottle of uh, 12 year pappies every year because uh, the biggest fundraiser uh, gets, gets to bring home a bottle. Um, but you know, it's really um, it's it's really more about awareness, right? Um, you know, we do have a donor this year that's offering to to, to donate a dollar for every mile that we do collectively, so mm-hmm. up wow. to that goal of twenty four thousand nine hundred one. Um, and so that's that's a that that that's a goal that I want to hit this year, obviously. Um, but you know, a lot of the money that we raise, you know, most of the thirty dollar. Uh, registration fee, which we'll even waive. Uh, I've thrown out free coupon or free coupon codes to uh, uh, to three guys all over the place, um, you know. But most of that goes to the covering house, uh, and then donations on top of that. So, um, 
So yeah, it does, doesn't uh, matter how many miles you log uh, as far as your no. don- donation rate. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. So we're just asking people to go out there um, and, and, and take some activity that they're already doing and make it meaningful for the week. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe share, maybe share on, on social media what you're doing um, and, and why. And, you know, to get to the why is an important part of this conversation too, because there's so often I talk to people and they, they have no idea how significant the problem is. And I think, you know, sound of freedom, as, and I hope a lot, of, I know, I'm sure a lot of the guys listening have seen it. Um, it has certainly raised awareness about an issue, right? But I think in some ways that movie sort of like, uh, a lot of people have this idea in their head that this isn't a problem in our neighborhoods. This is a problem overseas where kids yeah. get kidnapped and, and they're trapped by these drug lords. And then that movie sort of like backs that up. It is a true story. Yes. But it's not the whole truth. And, the, and if you really dig in, if you really talk to people that, that are on the front lines of this in, in, in our cities, it's, it's staggering. These kids are coming from our neighborhoods. They're coming from our schools. They're local kids. They're not, imported in now maybe maybe in states you know texas where there's you know where there's a a lot a bigger immigration population mm-hmm. uh from my understanding I, i've heard that that's more of an issue but that's not the big picture issue here the big picture issue is that the demand is there no matter where you are and the and, and kids get sucked into it for various reasons um sometimes they run away and that's all that's all that's their their means to survive. Uh, sometimes they, they are kidnapped and, and, and usually it's by a family member. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's kids that get invited to a party that they think, um, I, I was just talking to an officer the other day who's on the front lines of this and, and kids talking about these girls that got invited to a party they thought were teenagers their age. And it was, you know, through social media, they got this invite and they went and next thing you know, there's drugs, alcohol, pictures taken and, and they're afraid to tell the truth to their parents because of threats and, and they're, they're, they're now stuck in this loop. And so, and those are just girls from the County. Um, so it's pretty crazy that when you start talking to people on the front lines of this, um, that it is, it is, it goes so far beyond what sound of freedom shows, which is again, it's true. And, and at the end of that movie, the call for all of us to step up and be a part of the solution is that, that's real. And I'm glad they added that. Um, and now here we are. Uh, this, this uh, issue is primarily caused by men. But what are we going to do as men to pick up the slack? Because yeah. as far as I know, a lot of these organizations, if you really dig in deep, like the covering house, most of the people that take that are there taking these girls in and, and restoring them or women. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do as men? Right. Um, we can talk about pornography and how, how that fuels the demand. And, and that's a big part of it. It's, it's sort of the gateway drug into things that sick and, and perverted. Um, and so that's, that's a part of that conversation. Um, but man, we just got to, we got to be better and, and figure out what, what we can do to be a part of this. And this is, you know, this event, it, you know, if you log a hundred miles, is it really going to do anything? It'll raise a hundred bucks. I know that. Um, but it'll, you know, the more we share and the more we have the conversation, the more it's in the front of people's minds as a real issue. So, yeah. Tell us what exactly what the covering house does. Yeah, so they um, they've been around for a little over ten years. Um, they take in victims um, that have been rescued mm-hmm. uh, from from various uh, through various organizations, um, and, and and they provide in uh, residential services where they actually bring them in and and help them uh, restore their childhood. Right, and, and you think about the counseling needs of a girl that's been doing this for two years. Cause that's the average time frame for uh, youth that are stuck in sex trafficking. Um, you know, it's pretty intense um, yeah. to undo all of that evil that, um, that, that, you know, a lot of times these girls, they're not educated. They've left uh, too early to graduate from school. I mean, you're talking 
the average age is, you know, you know, 14. Wow. And so there's a lot that these girls need and, and they can't often go home. Um, and so, uh, they provide a residential, um, community that, mm-hmm. uh, that allows them to, to, to be restored. Um, they, they do have, um, because they only have so many girls they can bring in at a time. They turn away girls all the time. They do have outpatient services as well, uh, where they provide, um, counseling to, uh, to those victims as well. Um, they also do a lot of education. Um, they are constantly meeting with, uh, with, with companies, uh, with schools, um, to, to educate people that, uh, you know, what to look for, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to, to signs of, of trafficking, um, you know, cause it's, it's, it's out there and it's, it's closer than you think. Um, so to keep our eyes open and know what to look for is important as well. Yeah. Really good, man. Uh, so now here's a guy who was looking to do something. He wanted to put feet to his faith, um, Reading Free to Lead, I think, probably helped spur this on, but certainly gave the community of guys to come along and come alongside you, and you would you know, recruit at them, and uh, and now you know just get the word out. So uh, and do something that can have a, a meaningful impact. So how how do people register? Tell people how to get on there and register. Uh, yeah, it's we've got an event site uh, through RunSignUp dot com. Um, it's a great site. If you're planning an event uh, that has something physical in nature, uh, it's they make it really easy. Um, it's runsignup.com backslash tch for the covering house. Um, I've also got to post if you're an F3 guy. I've got it all over the F3 third up channel. It's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, you can go on there. You can see uh, kind of the details. Uh, there's also a, another bottle of Pappies that we're raffling off um, for 25 bucks for a chance, a 12-year um, Van Winkle. Uh, we've got some other give, great giveaways as well. But, uh, but yeah, that's the event side. Uh, we've got a killer promo video that, um, that's on there as well that we created a couple of years ago uh, that talks about the covering house and, and F3 and, and, and the marriage of the two for this event. So Sweet. So all you men out there in F3 Nation – you know, check out the third F channel and, and the nation Slack channel and let's get, let's, let's do what we can. We all log miles during the week. At least most of us. Yep. Um, huh? I said, make them count, make them count. Something. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. And, and, you know, going forward, you know, this is our fourth annual. So, um, you know, we, we've, we've got this thing just humming. Uh, I think we had 80 signups already today. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, uh, a, a approaching 600 for the day. Um, you know, we'd love to raise $200,000. We're sitting, um, at almost a hundred right now with that, with that donor that's going to donate a dollar a mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pass last year. So we've got this event and, and what I'd love to see, and you guys, you know, the F- F3 nation will see, um, you know, this $10,000 grant from the F3 foundation in October. Um, you know, we, we applied and, and I was told today that we, uh, will be one of the eight that are, that get to chase it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to take that, those funds and, and take our event and copy and paste it into other regions. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a list of the top 20 cities. Um, and believe me, it regions in those cities will hear, uh, from Lube here shortly, mm-hmm. uh, after this event. Um, my bandwidth a little tapped right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'd love to see this event, not, not a covering house event, right? Because it's got to be personal. There, there's organizations in Chicago, in Houston, in Dallas, in all these cities, in Columbus, Ohio, um, yeah. is a hot spot. Uh, there are organizations in all those cities that need our help. Yeah. And so let us make it easy for you, right? Uh, we can take uh, damn near all the costs out of it with that grant. Um, we, you know, I plan on creating, you know, an overall, you know, promo video that, um, you know, guys will be able to share, um, and, and really h- how can F3 as a whole, not just support us in here in St. Louis, because this problem is bigger than St. Louis, it's mm-hmm. bigger than, than the covering house. It's bigger than F3. Um, but we talk about changing the world. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's one way we can do it. So, yeah, that's great stuff, man. You More, still, you, you already answered my next question. I was going to say. There's got to be places all over the country yeah. that do this, and you know we could, and every yeah. F three packs at a region uh, could probably find somewhere to support. Yeah, yeah, and we know it's got to be personal too. Um, and so to have a, a local organization that that the packs can can rally around, uh, I think that's when it'll really take off um, in, in those cities. So 
Um, if you're in Nantan and, and any of those top 10 or top 20 cities, um, we'll be hearing from you. Don't worry. Very nice. Yeah. Wow. That's great stuff. Lube. Um, I hope that uh, I know that uh, the PAX is going to step up in the nation. I mean, what you know? How hard is this going to be? Go register and yeah. uh, let's yeah. start start logging our miles. Um, yeah. I want to I want to hear a little bit more about you, though. I know uh, I, I know you don't want to make this about you. Sorry, can I bounce back though? I got yeah, I got yeah. a question. So sorry. W- one thing I was wondering is you know one of the challenges you were throwing out there, Lou, was you know how, how do men get in, involved in this this yeah. problem? You know, across the country, across the world. And, uh, you know, this, this is obviously one way, you know, just, uh, you know, promoting awareness and some fundraising efforts, but, uh, you know, I would think as far as like hands-on or, or, or being actively involved at these different centers, whether it be the covering house or some other location, is it, is it difficult for men or how do you maybe see men being able to be involved? Cause I would think mm. that there's probably some, some trust factors there with a lot of these women oh, yeah. that are in the programs. Right. Yeah. Cause the guy, let's face it. It's a lot of guys that did this to right. them. So like, uh, yep. like, ha, like how do you see men getting involved, um, you know, move, moving forward to, to help uh, with this cause? Uh, that's, that's a great question. And a lot of guys ask that question because as men, um, we want to fix things. Right. right. And, and, and we want to fix things by like showing up physically being there yeah and and that's hard with this group with with like the cover house for instance like these girls you're right they they are victims of men um there there are a few men that they intentionally hire to make sure that they understand that not all men are evil all men want uh something from them um but you know to have volunteers come in there um even even women volunteers they they are really guarded uh often it's it's a it's a tough ask. So yeah. um, I mean, she my mom's seventy four years old. And she's been trying to volunteer with Covering House for for several years, and and they know they know her because of me. Um, but even then, like she she doesn't really they they don't really have a lot of opportunities even for her. Um, and so she helps you know for their gala and certain things that where they just they need help with. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard. Um, you know, and maybe other organizations are different, um, but that's why things like this. Maybe this is all we can do. Maybe, maybe organizing these sort of campaigns where we're raising awareness about it. Maybe that's all we got. Um, and so, then we have to step up and do it, right? Um, yeah. And so, and and not just that, but you know, to go back to the pornography thing. If you, if you talk to people like that are in the front line, whether that's, you know, detectives that I've talked to, um, you know, uh, you can hear it from like, when they interview, um, the, the, the perps that they arrest and they ask them questions and they dig into like, you know, how did this all, how did you go down this path? They typically, they'll tell you that's why, Right. Yeah. They'll tell you that, that that that's where it all started, and 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 obviously that's not the path for everybody. Um, this because you know porn something that that you know the vast majority of men out there listening to me right now struggle with, right? and we all know that. Um, at least maybe at some some point in our lives have right. Um, and, and so, but that's that's a part of it. And um, there's you know here in St. Louis we're a hot spot, and and, and I know that part of it is because. You know, on the other side of the river is a, is a huge strip club culture, right? And 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 that fuels it. There's all these things that that fuel it that make cities like ours just a hotbed for it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you're if that's something you struggle with, it's, you gotta you gotta seek help. And that's and there's plenty of organizations out there that that will come on side to you and help and, and um, yeah that's that's another part of it as well so i mean really trying to figure out how you can support and raise awareness about local charities that are that are on the front lines and and then you know trying to figure out how you you know can can push back on the industry that that really feels it so yeah yeah it's not it's not victimless right i mean uh yeah. guys get involved with that it's on your phone or on your computer and you're just alone and you're, you know it's like not hurting anybody but it's not a victimless thing yeah absolutely 
Okay. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry for uh, interrupting you before. But do you right. have anything else? No, I guess the only other thing I was going to ask is, um, I, I know I've got one friend who like is um, deep, deeply resistant to uh, the idea that this is, this is a real problem. He claims that a lot of the statistics are inflated and it's not really as big of a deal as what you see in the news and the, and the press. And I'm, I'm sure the other guys that probably are out there and, and, and feel the same way. Are, are there any resources or, um, you know, websites, books, like just any, anywhere that like would be good to point folks like that, that, uh, you know, might help them realize like, Hey, th- this, this is legit. Like this is a real problem yeah. that our country no, and, and, and world's facing. No, absolutely. And, and you see, there's, there's all, I mean, if you look in the comment section about sound of freedom, you'll see that, right. Yeah. You'll see people saying, Oh, this is, this is fake. There's not, you know, and, and unfortunately there's a lot of fakeness out there, right? That, I mean, the whole, what was the pizza gate thing or whatever it was where the guy you know, yeah. Yeah. went and, you know, like that, there is that kind of chaos out there that, um, that, that then fuels that, that idea that, well, they must all be, let's throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, like you can go online and, and the stats are hard because, it, you know, not all of it's reported. It's not reported clearly. Um, you know, every state's different how they report it. Mm-hmm. And so it is, um, I, I think it's difficult to really get a grasp on, on a real number. Yeah. Uh, but I guarantee if anybody reaches out to a place like the Covered House, and starts really digging into the problem that they are trying to solve. Yeah. You will hear stories that will just tug at your heart. And, and I'd like for anybody to say, you know what? That's, that can't be true. Like I've heard stories. I've seen, and we, we got to go to the gala this year for the covering house. And, and one of the, the girls that, that graduated from there years ago, who now has a family who now, he was there speaking and to hear her tell her story and what the covering house has done to help restore that her like her life um, in a way where she has dignity now and, and, and is married with, with, with kids. It's like how powerful like, that must be. It, it's so powerful. Yeah. But until you do, like, you can say it's not real. Right. And, and sit there and, and be skeptical. Go ask. Go ask somebody who's really on the front line. I, we had a detective at my house um, a couple weeks ago for a covering house event. It was it was uh, inviting a bunch of men over to to have the conversation. This guy came and he he was on he was the only detective in St. Louis City who dealt with human trafficking uh, crimes uh, for over two years. And to hear him tell the stories, I'd like for anybody. I'll give I'll give this guy this guy's number to you call him and say, this isn't a problem. Okay? Yeah, I guarantee yeah. he'll, he'll bring you to your knees and say, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. like I get it. I get, I get the skepticism. I get it. Um, because there's so much misinformation out there. There's so much crap and, and, and this is how somehow become political and it's, it's frustrating if you can't yeah, tell. I don't I understand just, the motivation yeah. for saying something like that because clearly, even if, even, and I'm not saying there are, but even if there are some that aren't true, there's still a lot that are, and right. one's too many. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, what? what's the motivation for even saying that? Right. I mean, I don't get it. You know, it's, it's just bad. It's evil. I mean, yep. it's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. And uh, you talk to men right. who've come back from uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, places like that, and ISIS and yep. the Taliban. The, the, you know, they take over a city or whatever, and they just rape yep. the women. They rape and torture them. Yep. I mean, I, did, I was listening to podcasts from uh, Jocko's recent podcast, a guy that was over there. And, I, mean, I mean, this stuff is yep. happen- it's happening, man. It's really bad. So, But I don't get the motivation yep. for saying no, something I- like that. Yeah, and I think the the problem is there's so many conspiracy theories out there, and every conspiracy has a bit of truth in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but when when it gets thrown out, then they throw everything out, and that's and that's the problem. But you look at I think a big part of, of, of what fueled our first year in 2020 was Jeffrey Epstein, right? I think mm-hmm. the timing of that it it lit everyone on fire, yeah. And so we took advantage of that, right. and then guess what? The next year we had less people signed up. And, and people didn't come back. And I think it's because that fire went out, right? It, it, it just, yeah. yeah. When I mean, it's, it's not in the front, exactly. uh, front page, yeah. I think, 
And whatever's yeah. on the front page today isn't going to be there tomorrow these days. Yeah. There's always something else. Exactly. I mean, how many Jerry, so, but the problem, how many Jerry Sanduskies, how many uh, Catholic church right. scandals? I mean, how many, how many times do we have to see this stuff without saying, Hey, this is a huge problem, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, I, I would encourage any, any, any man who's really interested in not just being skeptical um, to, to go, to go find out for yourself. Uh, there's organizations like Covering House in every city. Um, so, like, yeah. And then, and then jump on board with us when you find out that it really is an issue. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Good answers to that. Thank Absolutely. you for uh, enlightening. Yeah. So Lube, I'd like you, I'd like to, I'd like you to tell your story. Like tell us, start off, uh, start us out with, uh, how, what life was like for little Lube, you know, growing up. <laughs> little Lube. Um, you know, I, I had, I had a pretty good upbringing. Um, you know, my, my parents were married. Uh, my dad just passed away a couple of years ago, but they were married for, for quite a long time. Um, you know, we're pretty typical, uh, blue collar family in St. Louis. Um, you know, my dad worked really hard to, uh, to put us through, you know, private high school and, and, um, you know, we worked, worked our way through as well, you know, and so that, that was a big part of, you know, I think who I became, who I've become, um, my work ethic and whatnot. So I, I have them to thank to kind of pull me alongside, uh, and, and watch my dad work as hard as he did to mm-hmm. sacrifice for us. Um, you know, I, um, yeah, I, you know, from a faith standpoint, I, um, you know, I, I remember as a kid, if I could, uh, jump on my bike and tell my parents I was going to a different, you know, different mass with a buddy, I, I would, and we would get a pamphlet, we'd come home and, and my proof. Yeah. Um, and so you get to high school and then certainly college, it was not a part of my life at all. Um, and so, you know, I, I, um, yeah, if you get, you know, I, I met my, my wife, um, when I was 22, uh, at Mardi Gras. And, uh, I like to say that God allowed her to come down to my level. Um, and we, we met, we met at, uh, Mardi Gras in St. Louis at a bar and, um, slowly, you know, pulled each other out of, uh, out of that ditch that we were in. Um, and, and yeah, it's, uh, we've been together since that was, that was 2000 when we met. Um, so we've been together for, uh, for quite a while. Um, you know, slowly began to understand what, it, what it meant to, um, to be a, a, a real Christian. Um, and that took a long time. Um, you know, I, we started looking for churches mostly because I wanted to, um, find a place to raise my family in so they could, you know, so they could teach them morals probably because I didn't have very, very many. Um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a journey and it, it, um, it, it, it took a while, um, for it to really sink in and, and to make it personal. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we've been going to the same church, uh, the crossing in, in St. Louis, um, for almost 20 years now. And, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the men that it's funny, like you want to talk about expansion. The, the first site that I, that I launched was right around the corner from our church because there wasn't anything, uh, that close, but it was the men that I already knew, um, that, that really fueled that. And, within a week we launched another one uh, actually within two weeks we launched another one uh where a lot of those get men were coming from just to visit uh that that first site so um the men from church kind of really fueled that the the, the expansion growth to start out but um anyway yeah, nice. um what kind of church was it um you know your non-denominational uh Protestant church okay yeah cool yeah. um yeah how how has F three helped your faith? Um, that's a, that's a great question. I, I think you know, in 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 a lot of ways, especially with the timing of this event and, and being convicted by you know, some things that were in that free lead book, just making it making it like really making it a part of who I am, mm-hmm. right? Um, not just learning, which is, was important, a part, important part of my journey was learning. Like I love when I first began to understand like what biblical truth meant, um, and understand the context of scripture and, and not that it's, and then it's not just, you know, um, uh, stories written a long time ago, like to really understand who it was written to and, and all of that, like that was a big part of it. But, but to then to really like 
be convicted on like, all right, now what do you do with it? Right. And, mm-hmm. and so F3 was, was, a, was a part of that and helped, helped fuel that to where, you know, I, I can't just talk about it. I can't just show up on Sundays. I can't just write checks. Like I, I really, it really needs to be a part of, of, of who I am and how, and how I impact the lives of others. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely has been, um, a big, a big part of that. And it's given you a network to help, uh, help advance the ministry, right? The ministry of oh, helping out covering house. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been impactful. Uh, um, and, and to be honest with you, I, it's funny. Um, you know, I remember like a year into with, after COVID started, I remember our pastor talking about how, uh, over the past year, you know, most men gained 35 pounds and, and zero friends. And, Oh, we lost you there just for a Every man bit. could have. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you um, cut out you the loop. Me? Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, you know, I wish every man could have experienced what I did um, when everybody else was locked down and set up in their houses, you know? So. Yeah. But I think that's, you know, you want to talk expansion. I mean, I think there's two things that fueled it. One was coming out of COVID. Um, we were lit on fire to, um, to start to start expanding and GMO tapped me to be the cube expansion. And it was right before he asked me right before the cover house event. Like, and I was like, man, give me, give me a, a few days after the event's done. And so that's mm-hmm. when I really like stepped up and, and started doing it. But, um, and I think the event was part of it too, cause it, it like really kind of brought guys together. And, and, and when we started fueling that third F was man, when it really started becoming, much more than just pearls and cinder blocks and, 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 and having coffee afterwards. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was pretty good timing, but I, I tell you, we, you know, I think I mentioned, you know, in that email to you, we had, I don't know, there were five sites uh, before COVID and, and now we, now we have 11 regions. And, and I can't, I certainly can't take the credit for, for all of that. I mean, I had some, some incredible partners and in I would launch sites that I didn't even go to. Like I wasn't, you know, it wasn't about, it wasn't the lube show. Um, I just helped facilitate guys that said, I need, Hey, we need, we need to move. We need to move to this neighborhood. Um, and my comment was always, uh, what are you doing on Tuesday? Um, mm. And so, I mean, we literally, we launched, we were launching sites every couple of weeks um, and only two failed um, that I know of. And so, so how did you get the word out? Um, you know, we just, oh, man, we were really strategic about how far away we would launch from each site mm-hmm. and really strategic about what days we were doing it. And so the sec the, the minute we knew, somebody was traveling 10 minutes to come to a site. I was on him. And if he was there for a couple of weeks, I was on him. And I, I would, I'd say, all right, here's a park that's right down the street from your house. We're here Tuesday, Thursday. How about Monday, Wednesday, Friday at this park mm-hmm. and start inviting your buddies. And so, um, you know, I, I, we just, we, we just do it. Um, there wasn't uh, most of the sites that I've, planted we didn't even have a site queue lined up mm-hmm. and i know that's a sticking point for some um for some regions where you know well, we don't have a site queue yet like who cares he'll come like you build it they'll come and that's that's the way that we looked at it every single time um and sometimes we had it because there was a natural guy that where it made sense mm-hmm. but um we just kept on moving and so, yeah. um, so you basically did use word of mouth Oh yeah. It was all word. It was all word of mouth. No one. I mean, people have asked like when I'm, when I'm talking to guys about, you know, expanding now that I'm on, you know, kind of the sector side, you know, people talk about, you know, Facebook mark ads and whatnot. I said, mm-hmm. you know, until, until you knock on the guy's door and drag him out of his house, he's not coming. Right. You have to personally invite somebody sometimes a dozen times or more. Um, putting an, an ad anywhere or putting flyers up, you might get a couple of guys here and there, but like the real impact is when your buddy puts you in a headlock and, and drags you out. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the best way yeah. I think one-on-one, yeah. uh, you know, inviting guys yeah. out and, and seeing, yeah. seeing the growth in, uh, in somebody that's there, like see the, the impact it's had on the positive impact it's had on somebody's life. It's like, Oh boy, how do I get some of that? Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, really a big part of it. So you are the, uh, sector queue for expansion involving 13 different States. Tell us about that job, that responsibility. Yeah, I, I just started a couple months ago. Um, so I, I get, um, I get all the, the inbound emails, uh, requesting for F3 to come to, um, you know, a certain, certain region or area, city, whatever, um, in third, in 13 States. So, um, and then it's just a matter of trying to, you know, you reach out to them, you, you kind of give them some basic info, um, you know, and, and, and a lot of times you're putting the ball back in their court, you know, cause one guy can't start it. So mm-hmm. go start talking to some buddies and, and figuring out who, who can do this with you. Um, you know, and sometimes we kind of, I, I keep a spreadsheet. So sometimes a guy, you know, reach out from, let's say Bismarck, right. Mm-hmm. And two weeks prior to that, somebody else reached out from Bismarck, you connect those guys. And next thing you know, you got two guys that are fueled uh, <laughs> to do it. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it's just trying to connect guys, um, trying to help them understand what we're really about and encouraging them to maybe hit the beat down, you know, while they're traveling or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun conversations. It's certainly different. Um, you know, I can't, I can't drive to Paducah, Kentucky and, and launch one myself. So it's, right. you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're trying to help, you know, you're trying to help remotely and, and, and figure out how to how to fuel these guys that, that see something special, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone that reaches out, sees something and, and wants, wants it in their backyard. Right. Mm-hmm. And not everybody's, you know, um, able to lead, whether they don't feel like they're competent enough or whatever, or they, their schedule doesn't work out. Um, and so that's, that's a barrier sometimes to, to get people. I mean, but you look at, you look at a guy like GMO, um, mm-hmm. you should have him on and tell his story if you yeah, haven't. We did. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that man was a, he was afraid of men. Um, and here he is, you know, leading after right. St. Louis when we started just exploding and now he's, you know, now he's on the executive team or was, I'm not sure. If he's yeah. Yeah. He's on. He's uh, on the... uh, yeah. I mean, that guy, I mean, I, I love GMO if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> So, well, he, yeah. he sort of recommended uh-huh. you when I went out there. So, uh, I know you and I met briefly because I attended the, yep. I don't remember what the name of that AO was, but there was a cinder block one. We, we used coupons. The, the depot. The depot. Right. The depot. I can, see, I can see it from my house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a nice area, man. Um, yeah. if I remember correctly, cause driving toilet genius picked me up at the hotel, took me there and took me back. And, uh, there were a lot of people, you know, outside of us in the, uh, working out, driving back yep. there's like a ton of people out walking running yep. you know stuff uh, nice uh neighborhood. was, was totally genius wearing his kilt he wore his kilt the first beat down i went to out <laughs> yep. there and i don't remember where that one was either I, me- I can't remember the names of them but we had like yeah. i think 20 some guys and yeah he had his kilt on yeah we had him on the you show know, too. Toilet Genius was was on an episode you have to listen to that sometime yeah we also had honeypot yeah. on i saw honeypot at the depot yeah, you and, gotta love Honeypot. Yeah, I've, I've stayed in touch with him uh, via text a few times. So yeah, it's pretty cool, yep. man. Yeah, I think you're like the fifth St. Louis guy we've had. Yeah, on. we've been on. Yeah, we've been on a big St. Louis kick. I think here in the yeah. past like three months or so. Yeah, you guys are leading the league in the High Impact Man podcast. Could be. Yeah, we should start a right a map right that we're putting pins in <laughs> yeah. to mark where guys are yeah, from. Exactly. We got we got a lot of high impact men here. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, you um, do, you do. And, uh, and it's great, man. And you've had, you know, such, you know, like as far as numbers, you know, success and, uh, and not only in numbers, but in impact, like, like, like you, like you're having this impact. Yeah. So, are you, are you, are you getting someone connected to launch an AO in Paducah, Kentucky? Uh, yeah. If you know anybody, let me know. Well, <laughs> I got a couple guys there. I was like a list of all towns that he mentioned. So, uh, Jason Corbeil from church, you know, Jason, right? He's from Paducah. Oh, is he really? Yeah. yeah. And I went, I went out there one time years and years ago. We went out to, uh, to visit his, uh, his parents and, and hang out for yep. like a long weekend or something like that. They have, is that, that's like, I think where they have like the big power boat races over the 4th of July or something like that. I remember anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Sounds uh, right. it was kind of funny though that you mentioned, I'm like, man, of all towns in right, Kentucky that you mentioned Paducah, like I actually know that town yeah. and where it's located and I've been there. Uh, so yeah, I'll have to, uh, 
I'll give Jason a heads up and uh, tell him like, "Hey, yeah. give me give me some contacts of your buddies and friends back home still." And yeah, we'll we, we know him. a guy. Yeah, we know a guy that's getting ready to start <laughs> yeah, a, right. uh, an F three B. I just I just like to say Paducah. It's a great yeah, it's a great it's a great town there. Yeah. Do you ever look at the map of your sector and say, "Hey, we don't have an F three group, you know, here or here"? And do you ever do you that? know? That's that's what we did. You know, when we first started launching in uh, St. Louis, we we were trying to bridge a gap. Mm-hmm. Um, between St. Louis and St. Charles, and and we launched one that, and that's one of the one of the only ones that failed uh, when I was expansion queue, um, because there was no one there. There was no one there that that stepped up and said, "I want this." Yeah, um, we were trying we were trying to force it, um, and so we our our growth was really um, more strategic in the way like you find the men, and then you put it in their front yard, mm-hmm. and then you find more men, and you put it in their front yard, and that's like we literally. And we also did, um, uh, usually it was only, it was always either at least a two, Tuesday, Thursday beat down or a three day Monday was a Friday beat down. Mm-hmm. Almost every AO modeled that. And, and I think that's a big part of why we blew up as well, because, you know, I, I've, I've seen some regions where they might have, um, I'm not going to call anybody out, but five AOs in five days spread out. Right. Yeah you know, guys want to, guys want to show up, you know, a couple of days a week. Uh, they don't want to drive 20, 30 minutes to go to, to a workout. Um, you know, some will, um, but you know, for the most part to grow, you, I think you've got to have just a, a better like concentration of, of beat downs. And then, and then you start growing more and more. And, and, and that's what, that's what we saw. Um, so if there's anybody out there who wants to talk to expansion with me, obviously I, I love, I love talking about it. Um, I love strategizing about it. Is that the word? Um, it is now. And then, uh, yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, it's just, I'm passionate about that. Um, because I, I I don't know, I've seen the impact. Um, and a big part of like expanding too, like that we've done really well in St. Louis is star fishing. And, Mm -hmm. and I know not all regions do that well. Like every time we had an opportunity, we broke off, you know, if it was, if it was six AOs, seven AOs, perfect if they had the leadership team there that of guys that wanted to do it let them go and and i think that mentality that has actually helped us grow even more because then you've got an expansion queue that's specific to that region and then that's his only job is to grow right and so we've got expansion queues in all of our st louis area regions and and that's their only job to keep growing and so it's it's been um, a big part of that too so. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. And right. if you're a region out there, if you're a region out there and you don't have an expansion queue, who's going to grow it? Like, give it somebody's job and their only job, and it will grow. I promise. You hear that, that, you hear that Nathan? I, Got it, brother. I, I, yeah, I, I, I failed. I named two guys that both, neither of them are yeah, doing it. I know, I know, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get some uh, irons hot to uh, to expand in some areas, but I definitely yeah. could use help. Yeah. It, you get distracted with other things. It's like, okay, now i got to get back well, to that. Your job is, yeah, to, is no, to empower the guys that are going to so, do it. So, right. Yeah, I, I failed. I was I, I was I I planted the shovel flag here. It was Nantan until May. I handed it off to Dial-Up. So he's he's yeah. got the, the Nantan role now. So, uh, yeah, I, I named well, an expansion queue. He, he got deployed to yeah. the Middle East, and I named another expansion queue. <laughs> and, when the, and then he was a short time, and then Dial-Up was our first FQ. He became Nantan, and he named the expansion queue the first FQ. So <laughs> We just uh, keep wearing different hats. Yeah. But. Yeah, we'll, we'll get one. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Um, I got ready for the last two questions. I'm ready for the All last right. two questions. So, so uh, two questions for you, sir. Uh, the first one is, if you were to pick somebody, could be somebody from the ancient past or present, doesn't matter, um, who you say would be your idol, your hero, who you look up to, or something like that, who would that be? Man. I mean, the easy answer is Jesus, obviously. I yeah. feel like that's cheating. <laughs> oh, except um, for the Lord, it's a great, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great answer. Probably uh, one of the most popular yeah. ones. Right? That's my answer, but you're yeah. right. I get it. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Man, that's a good question, I, and I, I wasn't prepared for that. Um. It's like it's like telling you know your story in the gloom for a nickname, right? Right. Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. Um. You know. I I honestly don't know. I, and maybe it's because I, I don't know. I, I try to, 
idolize people too much, right? Um, you know, there's and there's and there's so many people that have been impactful to me, um, both locally, you know, both historically. I I don't know. I have to get back to you on that. <laughs> That's a first. That is a first. <laughs> I hear what yeah. you're saying, though. So I like. I, I'm you know, not a good. I, I know. I personally have trouble. Yeah, I have trouble putting it to one person because I'm like you. I've been really blessed in life yeah. with a lot of, yeah. a lot of folks that have been. Yeah, you can pick more than one if you over, want. Over That's time. okay. Yeah, and there are no rules. Yeah. yeah, you feel like you're gonna offend somebody if you don't right mention. It I know. You, when yeah. you got that many, right? It's like yeah. I got these fifty guys I could probably list, and if I forget one of those fifty, like they're gonna be, they're gonna be like, <laughs> "What about me? I, I really invested a lot of time in you." See, this is why it pays to listen to the podcast <laughs> right. before you come on. We. Yeah, I know. We asked this. I'm behind on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you can just message us with uh, if if uh, if it comes to you uh, later, like a George Costanza moment. (laughs) uh, (laughs) You could just shoot Defib a message, and we'll yeah, we'll 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 see if we can mention it on the next podcast. We'll paste it into the intro uh, the intro of the next step the next podcast. Yeah, exactly. Just text me, and we'll see. Oh, by the way, Luke got back to us. Sounds good. All right. So last question. This one I'm sure you can answer. Um, This is your chance to speak to the men of America. What's your message for the men of America? You know, um, I think the first year I got kind of upset sometimes when guys didn't jump in um, to to the event and join us. And and even this year, like there's guys that have been doing it in, you know, after in St. Louis for that long and they know the event, they still don't do it. Yeah, I don't care. I like. I I know I need to not care. What I what I what I encourage guys to do is find your thing. Right? Yeah. Don't just sit back and do nothing. Doing nothing is a is the is the cheap way out. Right? Do something. If this doesn't pull, chug at your heartstrings, fine. Mm-hmm. Find something that does, and do something. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what I would highly recommend because we're called to do something. Um, and that's really what that, that first, uh, um, uh, blog or, or uh, devotional that I got was about was, was about getting off the couch and doing something. Yeah. Um, I got, I got, I got to read this. So Lube sent this to me. I knew what he was going to say because this is his last <laughs> little, little paragraph he sent to me. He said, when talking about this event, which I do passionately, I encourage anyone to join us, but I also stress, if this isn't your thing, figure out what is and do something about it. You want to help widows, orphans, puppies, fine. Just do something, Right. dot, 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 as long as it's not cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I, I, can't, I couldn't help throw that in, sorry. That's all right. I, I'm not a big fan of cats either. I'm allergic to them. Amen, like preach it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, amigo, that's good stuff, man. Just do something. Don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. Yeah. You find that in the book of James. So look it up, y'all, and get out there and accomplish something. Just do something. Great word, brother. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, giving me the platform to talk about the event. Uh, Obviously, yeah, we'd love for everybody to come join us. um, But if not, get off your ass and do something. There you go. I like it. So, um, Loop, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you? Um, I'm on the nation Slack. Um, so you can, you can certainly DM me through there. Uh, if you go to the event site, um, that email that's on there goes directly to me. Um, so that's, uh, those are the two easiest ways. Um, you know, you can, you can share my, my email in the, um, notes if there's show notes or something as well. So. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and so if anybody out there is, is not part of F3 and they're interested in getting involved with this, please contact us. Yeah. You, and at the end of our, uh, at the episode, we always, you'll hear Dialup's voice come on, his sexy <laughs> voice, and he's going to tell you how you can get a hold voice. of us. So, uh, you know, get a hold of us if you're interested. Uh, and, uh, and it's, you know, it's obviously a really worthwhile thing. And, uh, and just like Loop said, just do something. That's right. Because you know what? That's Dialup, right. We just spoke to another high impact man. Yes, we did. Yeah, pleasure to have you on. Great to hear you. Uh, what you're doing down there in the St. Louis area and, and, and a lot of uh, on a lot of fronts. So, oh, we appreciate uh, you having have me on, and um, yeah, appreciate what you guys are doing as well. Sharing the sharing the impact that F3 is making, uh, not just in St. Louis but across the nation. Yeah, all the high impact men out there. God bless you, brother. It's good to spend the evening with you. 
You as well. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Take care. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high-impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H-I-M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week, and you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcast platforms. Have a great week, everyone.